Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Circle Time. I'm so happy to be talking to all of you guys, and I hope everybody's doing well. We have a very special guest today that I am so excited to be chatting with. Would you like to introduce yourself to the Circlers? Yes. Hi, I'm Sophie Ansari. Uh, it's so weird to say that because I don't actually—that's not actually my last name. <laughs> what is your last name? To everybody. Oh my god! Yeah, be honest here. I, yeah, it's time for me to come clean. <laughs> my last name is actually Rutstein, but when I started my podcast, Pod Crushed, I was like working on the art, and it was like too long. Okay. For, so I was just like, let me just take my husband's name. Let's see if it like looks better. And I did, and it looked better. So oh <laughs> I my just, god! Publicly, so, I'm living a lie. So. And sorry is your husband's last name? Yes. But you didn't take his last name? No. Legally, no. Okay. But yes. Hi, I'm Sophie Ansari. I feel like that's like the opposite people usually. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm like, I'm legally going to take my husband's name eventually when I'm not lazy. Yeah. But like, I'll still say Kelsey Krempel. Yeah, it's true. Although Redstein, it's like, people are like, is it Redstein? Is it Redstone? Like, okay. it's just a little harder. But, yeah. And sorry, it's like a little bit more familiar because of Aziz Ansari. So, right. I yeah. actually didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm Sophie Ansari. I host a podcast myself called Pod Crushed. It's all about middle school. I am a former teacher. Mm-hmm. I used to teach fifth grade. And now I'm an artist and I host a podcast and I'm nine months pregnant. Crazy. We have so much in common. I know. I was thinking that. I was like, I feel like we're living parallel lives. We are. Well, first of all, I was just telling Sophie that she is, I believe, the first fellow pregnant guest. I'm honored. Here on Circle Time. And she is like ready to have (laughs) a baby any moment. Yep. Good for you for being here. Yeah, well, I was, I it was touch and go I, for days before I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I, that's, I commend you. Yeah, I just feel like we, we were just talking about this, but I feel like the way I envisioned what it would be like when I was, what are you, 39 weeks pregnant? Almost 34, 38 and four days. Okay. Yeah. So when I was, when I would be 38 weeks pregnant, like I wouldn't be able to like move. Yeah. And you're, you're inspiring me. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had so many ideas about what pregnancy would be like. Oh, yeah. You hear so many stories. And the thing is, it's just so different That's, for every person. It's really crazy because I, I do feel like I'm... I'm a planner Mm -hmm. for the most part. I mean, I'm a planner that's like also late all the time. So like I'm not, you know, like I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. But I do like to know what I'm getting into when I'm doing something. Yeah. And I can't do that in pregnancy. Not even remotely. Yeah. Because you can take advice from other people. Advice is wonderful. Yeah. But there are just so many times where like, like no two pregnancies, no two births. Yeah. Nothing. No, it, it's is really wild. And I feel like at this point, actually for the last few weeks, I'm living like different lives within one day. Like in the morning, I'm like, I feel great. I could like take on the world. And then by the end of the day, I'm like full of food also. So then like that right. takes up space. Right. That the baby was in previously. Yeah. And then I'm like crying to my husband. I'm like, I can't <laughs> yeah. do it anymore. So it's just like... It runs the gamut. Yeah, it really, it really does. How are you? How are you feeling about the birth part? 
I'm super excited. Okay. And I feel like I feel like I can't say that because everyone's like, okay, like good luck. You can say whatever, however yeah. you're feeling. Thank you. You're welcome. Aww. It's true. <laughs> Don't cry. I'll cry. Yeah. If you start crying, I'll start crying. Yeah. We have a whole good. episode. We could get some tears in for sure at some point. I know. Well, yeah, I'm really excited. I feel like I've been thinking about birth my whole life. I've like wanted to be a mom for a long, like since I was a kid. Yeah. And then there was a brief few years where I was like, I don't know. Okay. Like once I started to get older and realize what it actually takes. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and see, like I like started having nieces and I was like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. I love them to death. But I was like, oh, this is a lot of work. Yeah. So there was a period of time where I wasn't sure. But then at, for most of my life, I've been thinking about birth and mm-hmm. thinking about having kids. And it feels like, okay, now I finally actually get to experience it. Totally. I was just saying this to my husband yesterday like mm-hmm. I because I also have always thought about being like what it would be like to be a mom I've always wanted to be a mom yeah. but like being pregnant and giving birth you see so much of it like on tv and in the media and stuff and I just feel like I have always been thinking about it like since I've been little mm-hmm. and it's just crazy that like now I'm currently experiencing it yeah but also like giving birth to me always just seemed like so scary Mm, yeah like I was always really scared yeah about that portion how are you feeling now still scared scared. (laughs) believe it or not hasn't gone away it's now just inevitable which I'm like excited like I'm happy to be at this point because I'm like okay now I just I have to do it there isn't Mm -hmm. a choice because before you get pregnant you're like but if I don't want to give birth then maybe I just yeah like you know what I mean like so far away yeah and now I'm like okay well I'm going to yeah and so it's going to be fine. There's this, I've been doing these like birth affirmations and okay. all of the affirmations, it's like a 20 minute track and all of them. I'm like, yes, hundred mm-hmm, percent. <laughs> and then there's this one that comes up and I'm like, I don't know if I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, my body was made for this, like made to give birth or something like that. And I was like, I don't know. Cause like there are certain things where I'm like, that's Matt. It's incredible that our body just knows to do that. Totally. Like the fact that we just start contracting. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But then there's certain things that don't seem to be, it seems like we should have evolved to make that an easier process. Okay. You know, or like, for example, (laughs) this is so graphic, but like your cervix is, it dilates. And then for some people it just swells. But I'm like, what? So were our bodies made to do this right. or no, were they not? It's true. That's a good point. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it is scary. It's it's scary, but it's exciting. And it's it's nice to talk to people who are also yeah. going through it. Because I feel yeah. like I like with like my friends, I have a chunk who like just gave birth mm-hmm. and then a chunk who aren't even considering giving birth anytime soon. Yeah. So it's like I'm getting like both sides of it still. Like yeah. I feel like it's still I'm not in the phase of life where every single person is have has kids or a family. Like I'm still kind of in like the limbo. Yeah, same. Same. And I, I find myself wanting everyone to get pregnant. I'm like, I just want you to know what same. I'm going through. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I want know. you to know why I'm saying no to this thing. Or right. Yeah, because I'm sure I know before I was pregnant, I just not that I blamed anyone for any like not coming to things or but I just didn't know I just had no idea. you, you don't just have don't have any idea yeah I also wish my husband could get pregnant yes I know <laughs> and I say to my husband all the time like aren't you so sad like also because it's a cool experience right totally and he's like no <laughs> not at all <laughs> yeah yeah I know I the baby the baby was like moving around so much last night mm-hmm. and like you could like it it looked insane from the outside. And like Cody was like, oh, that's, you know, it's crazy, whatever. And we're sitting there watching TV and he's like, why are you like breathing so weird? Like he said something <laughs> to me like, why are you making so many noises? And I'm like, you see from the outside what's happening. Can you imagine what that feels like? It's happening inside of my yes. body. Like it's, it's insane. And he's like, yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. And I'm like, there's probably yeah. just a lot. So much. Yeah. I have started saying to my husband, because sometimes I'll get these bouts of like, it's like shortness of breath and I'm feeling faint and weak, but I I never faint. It's just like, 
I suddenly am like overwhelmed with sensations. Right. And he's always like, what's going on? And it's too much for me to explain all the things I'm right. feeling. So <laughs> I've just started saying like, it feels like I'm having a heart attack. So now <laughs> when he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm having a heart attack. And he's like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like, it's just, it's so funny. Like I'm just like breathing harder and like, burping more and like I'm just like I'm just I'm like constantly making noises yes yes that I just that are just not like involuntary Mm -hmm. you know yeah and at first it's just like what is going on with you and now it's just like oh she's fine okay that's good yeah I was gonna ask this Cody is he like what's going on are you okay for the most part he's like it he knows like what now what each different noise kind of means but like now I'm like, you know, kind of crampy and stuff. And like anytime I'm like, ooh, he's like, what's going on? Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. fine. I'm not, I'm not in going into labor. How many weeks are you? I'll be 30 on Friday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have babies like 10 weeks apart. Oh my gosh. They have to play. I know. So we you're having a girl. Walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you excited? I'm super excited. Did um, you have a feeling that it was going to be a girl? I had like a very strong feeling it was going to be a boy. Okay. I, I had a, the opposite. Yeah. Like I thought it was going to be a girl. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where when I found out it was a girl, I was like, oh. No, I, <laughs> I felt the same exact way except yeah. the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm so excited, obviously. Right. I think I had just, I wanted a girl for so long that I convinced myself I'm having a boy so that I don't get disappointed. So much so that I got disappointed that I was having a girl. Yeah. But yeah, I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I have two older siblings and this is the fifth grandchild in my family. Oh, wow. And all, it's all girls. Really? Yeah. So you're, you have two sisters? A sister and a brother. Okay. Wow. And everybody's having girls. Yeah. Wow. Is this the, this is the first grandchild on yeah. either side? Yes. Wow. That's yeah. a big deal. It is. Everybody is very excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's kind of crazy because I'm also like the youngest mm-hmm. grandchild. Like I'm, oh, wow. I'm the youngest cousin. Yeah. I'm the youngest and I'm, but I'm the first, I was the first to get married. Wow. And I'm the first to have a baby. Wow. Has anyone else gotten married since you? I mean, no, my cousin's getting married like next year. Okay. But other than that, it's just me. You're just an overachiever. Well, no, I think everybody's like cool and progressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am yeah. I the lame one? You're like, I love the 50s. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a wife now, actually, yeah. everyone. Like everybody's like having like, you know, yeah. they're living their lives. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm actually going to get married and have a baby. Isn't it? Doesn't it feel kind of embarrassing sometimes? <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're all so cool. Yeah. And I'm like, am I... Am I the boring one? I know. I would have to be like, I want this. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. Like if I wasn't doing this, I would be sad that I wasn't doing it. Yeah. Like I'm so happy to be doing it. But it's just like when I think about like me being the youngest one and me like being the first one to do this stuff, I'm like, yeah. what's the rush? I know. What am I doing? Especially in LA too. Yeah. Yeah. Anything goes these days. Yeah. Really. I know. Honestly. How long have you lived here? I was born here. You were born here. Yeah. Wow. So I've lived here my whole life. I never moved away. Wow. I feel like it's big enough to where I have lived in so many different places in LA and like experienced so many different things, but mm-hmm. never had to move yeah. too far. Yeah. No, I, I feel like most of California, people who grew up in the state don't leave because it's yeah. so good. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Mostly the Philippines and China. Really? Yeah. Until yeah. when? Until I was 18. Oh my God. Yeah. I never wow. lived in the US. I'm half American, but I okay. never lived in the US until college. Wow. I moved to New York City okay. for college and I lived there for seven years and then I moved to LA. Oh my goodness. Yeah. When was that? When did you move to LA? June of 2020. Wow. Yeah. It was a hectic time to move here, but it was also amazing because in New York, it was like cold. Everything is on lockdown. Here, you can be outside all right. year round. So right. things were open, open air. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was so nice. Did you meet your husband out here? No, I met him actually in New York. So he is a musician. He's okay. in a band and he was living in Australia at the time. And he came on tour and he was good friends with my roommate. Okay. And so when they came on tour and played in New York, they stayed at our apartment. 
and that's how I met him. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's a cute story. Yeah. Wow. Something I feel like I have missed as an adult is like learning, if that makes sense, like going to class. I don't miss taking tests. I don't miss anything like that, but I miss learning and going to class and stuff like that. And that is why I love masterclass. I'm so excited to talk about masterclass because I took a couple of their classes this fall and I truly feel like they elevated my life and just kind of boosted my overall confidence. I just love learning. I took two classes, Chris Jenner's and Anna Wintour's. Those are my absolute girls. Chris Jenner taught the power of personal branding. So you learn the behind the scenes on how she does everything she does and the key steps to maintain a personal brand. And it was just so fun and so entertaining and like learning when it's something that you're really interested in is just the best. Um, and then the Anna Wintour teaches creativity and leadership class was just amazing. And I learned so much and it's actually crazy to have access to like someone who's so powerful, one of the most powerful women in media and entertainment. And she just kind of taught the importance of surrounding yourself with people's opinions that you trust, developing like a creative vision, how to own who you are, all of that kind of stuff. It was just amazing. I took away so much from both of the courses and have a lot of newfound motivation since taking them. And I know you will all feel the same way. The list of instructors that Masterclass has is actually insane. They have like Bill Clinton, Amy Poehler, Gordon Ramsay, Lewis Hamilton, Bill Nye, everyone. Those are like amazing people and you can learn from them. It's so awesome. And there's so, so many more. They feel like your own personal mentors that will take you to the next level with over 11 categories and 180 instructors with classes on leadership to basketball. They will have a class for you. An annual membership to Masterclass is just $10 a month or $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one -on -one classes with all 180 plus Masterclass instructors. And right now our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash circle. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash circle. That's masterclass.com slash circle. Did your whole family like come to America or are they still? No, they're still all there. over. Okay. So my parents are now in Florence, Italy. Oh, wow. That's nice. It's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice. And they've retired. So they're, they're staying there for a while. They're living I, the dream. I know. I keep trying to get them to come here, but they're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. They have now, cause my, my one, my brother's in California too. He's in the Bay area okay. and my sister's in Scotland. Okay. Wow. Which Everybody's is like, spread out. Yeah, it's so it's so sad. My sister and I are very close and I spend like a lot of time trying to convince yeah. her to move here, but it's not happening. Maybe one day. Yeah. One how, day. how many kids does she have? Two. Okay. Yeah. She just had her second couple months ago, a home birth. Really? Yeah. How was that experience? She said it was euphoric. Really? Yeah. She loved it. Interesting. I've I've heard that a lot. Yeah. I feel like when Cody and I announced that we were having a baby. We got multiple texts from people that like from different walks of life that we didn't, like, haven't really talked to very, very much recently uh -huh. being like, have a home birth. Really? Yeah. And it ha and it, they only sent them to Cody. Oh, they're, they it was all like guys. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> it was only dads texting Cody saying like home births are the best. Yeah, people who do it love it. Clearly. And I like had, I had never really considered it. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I didn't really consider it after those men texted my husband <laughs> saying to have a home birth. Like yeah. that didn't really sway my opinion too much. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather talk to your sister. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, what's, yeah. what's in the water of a home birth? What's I going know. on over there? Well, I think part of what makes a home birth enticing, I, I was interested in, potentially going for a home birth. Okay. But in the US it's it's quite expensive. It's not insured it's often not insured. Right. So it's like right out the gate ten thousand dollars. Okay. Out of pocket. And so yeah, but but the but one of the things that makes it enticing is like I think a hospital environment, it totally depends on the person. Some people feel really safe in a hospital environment yeah. and some people feel like they might be taken advantage of right. or like things are going to be pushed on them that they don't want. Yeah. It totally also depends on 
who your providers are, like yeah. if you like your doctor or your midwife or whoever. So yeah, I think there's like more up in the air in a hospital setting. Right. But I'm giving birth in a hospital. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm considering getting a doula though. Yeah, I have a doula. Do you? Yes. I'm looking for a good one. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, let me know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could definitely give you some names. I think it's probably helpful if you're like me, which you might not be. I I do find it hard in that kind of setting with authority figures to advocate for myself. One hundred percent. Me too. I also I don't know. Like I didn't study medicine. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. So like, if a doctor is saying like, this is what you should do. Like, yeah. I'm not really going to question that when sometimes I might, I could, Yeah, you know? And, yeah. and so I, I would like to have someone there to like advocate for me because I also, I'm going to be like in the middle of yeah. labor. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm not going to want to, you know, and I've also heard it's helpful, like for your husband. Totally. Yeah. Cause I can see Cody being like, how can I help? How can I help? And I'm not going to be able to tell him what to do during that time. And so yeah. I feel like having someone else just be like, go get her this, put your hand, like do yeah. this, you know, that was part of the reason I, we hired a doula for my husband because I was like, I feel really calm and like excited about birth. Yeah. He's like a nervous wreck. Really? <laughs> he's like, he also doesn't like hospitals even more than I do, but he's, yeah, so stressed about it. And I'm like, do some reading. That's what's making me feel calm. And yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, no. Neither of us like to read. Yeah. I'm just listening to books. Right. I'm not, when I say I've read a book, I'm, I've You've listened, listened to it. to it, right. If it's not available as an audiobook. <laughs> really? I've never listened to an audiobook before. Really? I tried one time and I was like, it. Wow. I didn't love it. How does it feel to be better than everyone else? Mm, no, it's, well, it's, I'm not saying I read. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't like audiobooks. No, yeah, I'm such a slow reader okay. that I just for years, I never read a book. Like people would ask me like, what what books can you recommend? And I would recommend like the same book yeah. for years. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> recommending the one that I read in 10th grade. <laughs> Like, like, I'm like, my favorite book is Othello. Yeah. You're like, it's interesting to revisit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I read it. I read it once every every 10 years and it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I need to, maybe some like, maybe you can recommend some audiobooks, yeah. some pregnancy ones. Oh, and yeah. I could give okay. them a listen because I feel like I would like it. Yeah. If I gave it another try. Wait, so you were a, a preschool teacher. Yeah. I want to talk to you about teaching. Yeah. Yes, I was a preschool teacher. That's so cute. It was great. It really was. It was the best. Yeah. I miss it. You taught fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other end of the so elementary. It's, it's a little bit different. My mom taught fifth grade for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how she did it. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. How yeah. did you get into teaching? Well, I studied it in college. I studied education, childhood education and special education. So I actually worked at a school where all of the classrooms were mixed gen ed and special ed. And so each classroom had two teachers. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. It was in Brooklyn? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I loved it too. I love being with kids. Yeah. Me too. But I also struggled a lot with how many things you have to juggle. It yeah. just felt like when I would describe it to people, I was like, I feel like I have 10 plates in the air spinning and they all have like meals on them and I have to try and catch them right, all. Right. It just seems impossible. Like you're, it's, you're kind of set up to not be able to get everything done. Yeah. You know, but I loved it. I really did. And I feel like it's informed so much of who I am. And, right. Yeah. How long did you teach for? Just three years. Okay. Until the pandemic. I, okay. I taught my last year was like half you know, halfway through the pandemic yeah. and that was, that nearly sent me into a mental breakdown. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Cause did you have to, did you, did once, cause the year kind of just stopped yeah. randomly. Cause I was teaching full time then too. Okay. How long did you teach? I taught probably full time for like three years. And mm-hmm. then I just kept going back and like part time subbing. Yeah. Like I couldn't oh, really yeah. I pull sometimes. myself away mm-hmm. until like my boss at the preschool moved and I was like, I can't try to explain to someone else like, oh, I actually also do YouTube and a podcast, but I love to pop in and help out every once in a while. Like no one else understands Mm -hmm. that except like my boss who knew me before I started doing all of this. Right. And I was like, I think I needed that like 
I needed to kind of just have the cord cut because I would have just kept going back and I would have never been able to like fully mm-hmm. try the like scary thing, which was like the podcasting and YouTube and all of that kind of stuff. Right. So yeah, I would say like three years full time, but dragged on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you're the year cut off in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then did you try to go into like Zoom? Oh yeah. Yeah. School? We were fully remote learning like all day, every day. That's tough. It was so tough. And I had fifth graders. Yeah. But the whole school was doing it. Right. And it was like a K to eight school. And I couldn't imagine what was going on for the kindergarten teachers, yeah. the, for anyone, because fifth grade was already so hard. And right. everyone's going through different, all the kids and the teachers are going through different things. They're all in different settings. Some like don't have, a- some of them didn't have access to like a tablet or computer. Right. And we had to like, send out laptops as a school and some of them are like in a you know in a farm upstate visiting their aunt and they're like i'm not coming to class right right exactly <laughs> Which I'm like, i get it you can't also you can't really control it like yeah you, you just whoever shows up shows up yeah so it was kind of it was mayhem and that everything it just kind of stripped away everything i loved about teaching and magnified everything that was really hard for me which right is like paperwork and planning i'm not a planner yeah <laughs> and there's a there's a lot of planning and teaching yeah there, as there should be like you're in charge of their education but right yeah yeah i ended up doing i was like the only preschool teacher like at my school who like could figure the zooms out oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> because like preschool te- like it's like you know People who have been teaching preschool have yeah. been doing it for so long. Yeah. And like they just like are set wow. in their ways. And so I but I like I was like one of the only ones who could work Zoom pretty much. And so I just took over like all of the Zooms for the classes because like some went back. Some were still on Zoom. That's so intense. It was I do. I think like your age was harder because mm-hmm. my mom was teaching fifth grade during mm-hmm. during that time. And like. The stuff she would tell me, I was like, my kids don't know how to do that. They don't know how to, like, work a computer. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're not trying to, like, play pranks on me, like, while I'm trying to teach Zoom, you know? Right. Yeah. I think for me, they all, it was, I was kind of like an app. And mm-hmm. they just, like, thought they were, like, playing on their iPad. Yeah. Oh. So, it was, like, almost, like, was a sweet spot. You're, like, the original Miss Rachel. <laughs> sure. <laughs> for your class. For, for like the four kids that lasted on Zoom. Yeah. I am. I'm sure. But like it was it was interesting because I couldn't do they couldn't get any of like the social stuff, which is so important in preschool. Mm-hmm. We could really just like learn like I they, so they were really good at their like alphabet and stuff by the end. Yeah. But I was like it was just a crazy time. Yeah. But I feel like I learned that's like where I came up with the idea for Circle Time, yeah. the podcast. I love it. Because all we could do was Circle Time on Zoom because we couldn't yeah. do anything else. Yeah. It was like 45 minutes a day. Oh, So I, it was a sweet spot. Yeah. I love Circle Time. We did Circle Time. We didn't call it Circle Time, but we we had like morning meeting in fifth grade too. And it was my favorite part of the day. Really? Which part <laughs> yeah. of it? I love, we always had a game. Okay. And I love that. I love starting the day with the game. It's true. When did we stop doing that? I know. I used to like, I used to start, this I used to start circle time mm-hmm. the, this circle time mm-hmm. with like playing like never have I ever and stuff oh, fun just as like a fun little game and then you stopped I see we yeah, all stopped we all playing, stopped games. playing games because well, now I just like start talking right away I, I think know. it was like you know yeah you, now it's like it's like I was it was like my first day of school back then and yeah. I needed the games to get going and yeah. now yes no that know? makes sense when we started our podcast pod crushed we also the first episode we ever recorded we started with like a bunch of random questions about middle school like yeah. what did your locker look like okay. what was your favorite outfit and our guest was like I don't know <laughs> <laughs> those are fun though I wanted to talk to you about middle school because yeah of that but first of all how did you get into the doing podcast. the podcast yeah so my co-hosts are Penn Badgley and Nava Cavalin and Nava and I are like nobodies. It's like a big joke on the podcast. <laughs> it's fine. We know. <laughs> and it's just, you're next to yeah, true. Someone who people know. Yeah, you're not a nobody. Well, it's just you. it's just you know, yeah, comparatively. 
Uh, we're not on a Netflix show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we both are former educators. Okay. And Penn is a middle school dropout. He had, he like left school when he was in sixth grade to go and act. And the three of us used to live in Brooklyn, kind of all near each other. And we're all part of the same like faith community. We're all Baha'is. Okay. So that's how we met. And then we, Nava had the idea for this podcast. Originally it was going to be, she wanted it to be me and my husband, David. Okay. Hosting the podcast with her. And it was going to be more like relationship focused and more about crushes. And then she has a, a production company with Penn. So she like ran it by him to be like, oh, by the way, I'm also doing this other project. Just like as a courtesy, I'm going to let you know. Yeah. And he was like, I want to do that. Okay. <laughs> and which is so, exciting. Yeah. Which is exciting. And then it just like has, you know, evolved and changed since then. So now we interview celebrities and experts and talk to them about their middle school experiences and like how that has impacted them yeah. throughout their lives. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like I only think about like preschool like I, yeah. I think about like young childhood yeah and I feel like for me middle school era gets like looked over a bit totally it does and I think it gets looked over by the adults in those middle schoolers lives at the time right like, a lot of the things we hear about middle school are like like kind of just like lock them away <laughs> for that time yeah or, like they're like temporarily insane well, totally yeah, they kind of like are. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. There's so much so going many on. Hormones and yes. like changes, and it's crazy. Yeah. But it, you can't look over it because I feel like it's such a formative. Yeah. Time. Yeah, and and we've found that to be true. And talking to people about middle school, usually either people will be like, "I have no memories from middle school." Really? <laughs> yeah, and it's always like you know. So it's like kind of a trauma response. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start digging, and they're like, "Oh, actually, this happened, and right. then this, and this." So, but yeah, it's it's quite rich for for stories. Yeah. What was your middle school experience like? I was in the Philippines right. for all of middle school. It was quite unique because, so we moved every two to five years. So the only way my parents could keep our education consistent was to put us in international schools. So it was always in English, but in Manila, in the Philippines, the school I went to was there were a lot of wealthy families who went to. Okay. Every international school is different. Some some were like a lot of diplomats. Some were a lot of kids like me whose parents were working for the UN or similar like NGOs. This school had a lot. There's like a handful of families in the Philippines who own like the majority of the wealth of the country and they all went to my school. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so my family was fine, like very very much middle class but comparatively like people were taking jets to go to hong oh kong God. on the weekend okay. and so i was around a lot of wealth yeah and i felt i felt like our family was doing way worse than than what we were yeah. just comparatively right but i loved it yeah I had a good middle school experience i think i got inducted into this group of kind of like mean girls yeah <laughs> and i started same. to like become I remember my my counselor went to my mom and was like I'm worried about Sophie she's okay. like becoming a mean girl <laughs> I feel like I had a very similar experience really yeah yeah parallel lives it's true and so and I moved in the middle of eighth grade and actually I think that was the best thing that could have happened because I was going down a path of like a mean girl yeah but you 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 find your way out of that yes yeah one way or another yeah definitely there was a lot going on at my school that was like way, like people were way ahead of their years. What's the saying? Ahead of their time? Ahead of their time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, there was a, we were in middle school, but like people were having sex, drinking, really? doing drugs. Yeah. I feel like crazy. that's, okay. I don't know because I don't know many middle schoolers now. Yeah. I have a cousin. I have two cousins who are in eighth grade and mm -hmm. one who's like a sophomore in high school. That's like the closest I get to middle school interaction, whatever my mom tells me about her class. Mm -hmm. But I feel like now they're just so much more experienced mm -hmm. or they just know so much more. They might not necessarily be doing it, but they know so much more than I knew Yeah, when I was in middle school. Yeah. But it's interesting that you feel like that was happening back then. That was happening to a certain extent back yeah. then. And at the time for me, it felt really intense. But I also, I have a friend who's a seventh grade teacher in LA. Yeah. And she's told me some stories that I'm 
shocked by. I mean, it's kind of like horrifying sometimes, some of the stuff my mom horrifying. tells me. Like, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's actually really scary. Yeah. Wait, yeah. can I ask how, how old are you? I'm 29. Okay. So we yeah. are the same age pretty much. I just yeah. turned 30. So when I decided to do the thing that scared me and put myself out there online, uh, my life completely changed for the better. And I just encourage any of you circlers who want to, you know, put yourselves out there, start a brand, sell a product, post content, whatever it is, whatever dream you're holding on to, you just got to go for it. The thing that was holding me back the most was just being scared to even start, not even knowing where to start. And that always delayed me starting. But you never know where putting yourself out there will take you in life. And a service that was so helpful when I was starting out and made it so easy to start is Squarespace. They are so beginner friendly and easy to use. Whether you're looking to sell a product, post content, grow a brand, Squarespace is the perfect place to do so. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Squarespace makes it easy for you if you're just starting out with features like the flexible website templates, which definitely are very helpful. They have designs for any category you can think of. You can just customize and update. My personal few favorite features are the video collection, the asset library, and the custom merch. So the video collection allows me to organize my video content easily. The asset library lets me upload, organize, and access all of my content in one place. So it's just like organized, simple to use. And custom merch allows me to easily sell my merch to my audience. And it's just, it makes everything feel possible. Squarespace is just the best. They make it so easy to create a beautiful website for any endeavor you're starting. You have to try it. Just start. Just try it out. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash circle time to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using code circle time. I also went to like a private Catholic okay. school. Yeah, that's its own experience. K through eight. And so like we didn't, we didn't know, like I didn't know too much yeah. about what was yeah anything having to do with like sex or yeah. drinking I mean, and stuff like that. I also didn't, yeah. but everyone around me did. Did you, did they like teach you? Oh yeah. I'm not saying like you weren't doing it, but like, did they, were they like telling you what it, what the deal yes, was? I, I remember I had to like ask my friend, what is sex? Really? <laughs> like what, what actually is it? Yeah. Like I know it's Generally. intimate. <laughs> <What> <laughs> yeah. She told you like the logistics. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were, I remember we were sitting in her car on her, on the way home. Cause she lived in the same apartment building as me. So sometimes she would take me home and yeah, I remember her like, you know, she had a minivan. So I, we were like in the two middle okay. command seats, yeah. you know, <laughs> facing each other. I yeah. just remember it so graphically. Yeah. A lot of hand gestures involved. Really? Yeah. See, I think for us, like we were learning about sex in the sense, like we were being told like not to have it. Mm -hmm. So like I knew what sex was. I also had an older brother who like took the like took that religion class yeah. like two years before me. So he was like sex, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like I just remember him like very casually telling me. Yeah. But I do remember in sixth grade, mm -hmm. like having to ask like what a blowjob was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like you're embarrassed. Well, I hate now. that word yeah, also. <laughs> like I just it could be called so many other things and I, I don't know. usually refer to as that. So it makes me like it makes my skin crawl. Yeah. But also like just thinking about sixth grade me, because I remember people, I also remember this so vividly, like the row behind me in class mm -hmm. was all talking about blowjobs. And you're like, what is and that? I was like, at first I was like, <laughs> totally. Like, uh, blowjobs, yeah. of course, yes. <laughs> and, like, and then finally I like looked at one girl and I was like, what is that? Yeah. And she told me and I was like, there's simply no way. Yeah. There's <laughs> no way horrifying. anybody is doing that. <laughs> But that's creative, yeah. but that's never yeah. going to happen. Funny story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, I, I I relate to you in that way. Were you going to an all girls school? No, it okay. was it was boys and girls, but it was like pretty much the same kids from kindergarten to eighth grade mm -hmm. that I was with, like the same like thirty five kids. Mm -hmm. so, wow, thirty five. Yeah, that was how big your grade was. Mm -hmm. One, and there was one class per grade 
and my mom was my teacher. What? Are you still friends with anyone from that time? Not really. Like no. I, t there's like one or two people who like I still follow on Instagram and will like respond yeah. and Heart. to each other's stories and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. I haven't seen them in a long time. And the only reason we reconnected was because we went to the same college. Oh, okay. So I think that made us friends, but yeah. like it wasn't, I think I, I kind of separated myself. Everybody went to the same high school mm. and I ended up going to a different high school and kind of just like distanced yeah. from everyone. Cause it, was that, did you feel like that was purposeful? I think like, I don't think I knew what I was doing back then. I think my parents had a better idea of how helpful it would be for me. Yeah. And, and it was a school my brother went to. But I'm so happy I had to like make my own way because yeah. I was way too, it was like you're with like you have like 34 brothers and sisters. No, like, we all yeah. knew too much. <laughs> it's too close. It was too it was too much. And then like having my mom as my teacher had like an extra layer of like people not wanting to be my friend. Yeah. So it was always just like I just needed to like I needed to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. But that yeah. makes sense. I'm glad you did. Me too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I probably would have. It's it, you find your way either way. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was an interesting experience. But like, I definitely fell into like the mean girl, the mean girl trap. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I feel like when I talk to people on Podcrushed, we ask them like, "What would you want to say to your middle school self?" And so many people are like, "It's okay. It gets better." Which it seems like that's a universal answer for a lot of people. For me, I'm like, be better, <laughs> do better, <laughs> be nice. <laughs> yeah, once. like, like I, I feel like I got so swept up, and I was trying to be like cool. Yeah, I had a group of friends beforehand, like in elementary school and maybe the beginning of middle school, who I could really be myself with mm -hmm. and it was like a lot goofier yeah. and more innocent and playful and then I just I think also being the youngest I felt like I should be older than I am and being the youngest child in my right. family I mean right there's this sense that like I should be more mature yeah and so I spent a lot I spent like the latter half of middle school being trying to be older yeah and I'm like slow down it's right. okay right be playful yeah be your playful self I mean yeah. that I feel like that could that's just like, I feel like in general, growing up, even as you become like an adult or in high school, whatever it is, like having that like playfulness and like mm -hmm. not as serious, because like you, you're so much younger than you think you are mm -hmm. for so long. Yeah. And like, I think that we all try to be older, but yeah. like, it's so nice to like have that youthful energy still. Yeah. And I feel like I found that so much more as I've gotten older. Yeah. But like when I, even like in high school and stuff, like I, I wanted to be, you know, you always want to be older. I know. I know. It's really, I mean, it is so cliche, but so true that like youth is wasted on the young. Like I look back at pictures of myself at like 22. Yeah. Living with like my best friends. Yeah. In an apartment together in New York. And I'm like, wow, I really thought I just had this idea subconsciously that that would be forever. Right. And it's not. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and it can't like there's elements that continue on and but your life evolves and it evolves in a beautiful way. I'm so grateful for everything I have. And like my partner is amazing. I have so much fun with him. Yeah. I'm so excited to have this baby. But just like there that you have these specific totally. periods of time in your life and you just think in each one that it's going to be forever. I'm sure I'll feel that way about like being married without a kid. Yeah. Once I have this baby, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I just, I just thought that would be forever. I know. You know? I know. It's, it's so, I was just watching videos. Like my friend sent a video from my wedding mm -hmm. this morning and I was like watching the video and I was like, oh my God, it's crazy. Like all, all of our lives have changed. Like two, three of these people, these couples, mm -hmm that are in this video now all have babies like and wow. <laughs> they didn't they were just like very newly pregnant at our wedding yeah and like all of a sudden now like all of our lives are completely different it's so crazy and that was the beginning of this year like it's just crazy how fast like things can change and then I was like you have to like be thankful yeah in every single moment because it goes by so fast so fast and I feel like it's just gonna go faster and faster and faster yeah 
especially when these babies yeah. arrive. I know. We should get together when the babies are both here. We should. I, I feel like I don't know like many yeah. moms out here. Yeah, same. Like all the moms I know don't live in LA. I know. I know a couple. Is that like a sign? Are we supposed no, to No, I grew up here. I'm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's fine. But I do like I would love would love more mom friends. Yeah. Yeah. Same. My whole family is like, I don't know how you're going to stay in L.A. My husband's like determined. And I also I love L.A. and I love being in a city. Yeah. And around people I know. Right. So I feel like we'll stay. Yeah. For the long haul. But we'll see. So there's no family for either on either of your sides out here. No. OK. It's that that is a bummer. Yeah. His family. David's family is in Washington. Okay. Near Seattle. Not far. Yeah, not too far. And my family is in Europe. Right. But they, they've they made it a point, since my parents are retired, they've made it a point to like come to California for several months in the winter. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like they'll come here next week and they'll be here until February, okay. which would be really nice. Okay. That's good. Does talking about middle school make you like kind of scared for when your child is in middle school at all? Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I was just thinking about that because like I I'm like I know what to like do with a younger kid mm -hmm. but once they get to middle school yeah they're kind of like doing their own thing a little bit I know and also like you probably hear so many different stories about middle school and like yeah. how it shapes you mm -hmm. has it made like has doing the podcast made you more scared of having a middle schooler to yeah for sure okay <laughs> yeah I bet yeah well one things stay with people yeah and that's not to say like they're determined by what happened in middle school right and you know they can't change or grow or heal yeah totally you can For there's sure. so much you can do but a lot of the time people will come on and be like, my, I remember when my mom said this thing about my body oh. and for, you know, for their mom, probably it meant nothing, nothing. They didn't even think about it, but for them, it's like been on their mind yeah. for forever. Or like my teacher said this and right. I felt that as a teacher too. I had, a, I had at least one moment where I was like, oh no, I just, I just did something oh, by accident that yeah. like that girl's going to think about forever in math. Like she's what never, was she, it? Can, would you share? Oh my God. <laughs> Are you okay? Sorry. I just got a little sexy for a second. <laughs> would you share? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Will you actually? Yeah. You don't mind? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it was my first year teaching and because our classroom was both gen ed and special ed every lesson had to be really flexible so you we had a lot of like groupings like we would teach a math lesson and we would we might let the kids choose like which group are you going to go into in this one we're going to approach the like the topic in this way and that would be like the simplest okay one and then there'd be like a medium and a hard okay and we'd let the kids choose That's for nice. themselves yeah there was one girl who I knew she wasn't getting the concept. And like the following day we were moving on to a new concept mm -hmm. and she chose to go into the group where her other friends were in it, like one of the medium or hard group. And mm -hmm. I was like, Hey, I, I really think you should go in this other group. Like it's going to be more helpful. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, I don't want to. And I don't know. I was my, it was my first year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the amount of miss, like yeah. it, it, it is so fine. Yeah. I don't think people realize that teachers are humans. I know. And that you're making like 30,000 decisions a day. 100%. And like it is, I, I hear so much like stuff. People give teachers a really hard time. Mm -hmm. But like at the end of the day, like they are learning just as much as you are. And they yeah. are also human. And I just like, you're That's no true. shame. Thank you. Here. Thank we you. do not teach your shame. Good. In okay, circle good. time ever. I love circle time. Yeah. And I just like wouldn't. I don't know why I was so hung up on it. I like wouldn't let it go. And I was like, you also want the best for your students. Exactly. I yeah. really wanted. I was like, she's not going to get anything from this other group. Right. right. You were it's doing it wasted time. out of a good place. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And so I really pushed her to go into this simple group. And she, you know, she was like, you think I'm stupid. And, we, and she started like getting really emotional and worked up over it. And I was like, I just knew I'm like, 
Because I have moments like that where yeah. a teacher would do something to me, especially in math. Yeah. I think that's why it was like triggering have, for yes, me. Yes, no, math, is, like, math oh. is not my strong suit at Same. all. Still not. Same. I'm like, I just recreated like my own experience for her. Now, like, I'm sure that that's going to be something she thinks about. And it will inform like who she thinks of herself as a mathematician, you know, or yeah. how she thinks of herself. So, yeah, moments like that. <laughs> so that does make me nervous to have a middle schooler. And then also having this friend who's a seventh grade teacher in LA. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know how to yeah. deal with that. <laughs> I know. Well, it's also just hard because there's there's so much more access to so many things now mm -hmm. for kids. Yeah. I mean, the internet is just like, there is so much to see and I to know. do and to find. Yeah. And it's like, I always think like, how am I going to, protect my kid from seeing stuff that they probably shouldn't see but also like not be a crazy yeah helicopter mom i know and we we're the same age so you probably had similar like you know technology was evolving for you in the same way it was for me yeah i feel like we were like the last of course there was there was technology and there was like facebook and you know yes. instagram came about when we were in, when i was in high school yeah or like just about to leave. Right. But I do feel like we really got to experience the last like vestiges sure. of a non-social media yeah. childhood, which I really appreciate. And I don't Same. know how to recreate that. I know. That's what I keep trying to think. Like, how can I emulate uh, what my experience was yeah. for my kids? But it's just like, that's not possible. Like if my parents tried to do that yeah. with me... <laughs> Like we, like I would have been watching like a black and white TV and now my it's parents true. aren't, like, I don't know, I don't know, like when, my mom's going to call me and be like, what the fuck? She's like, how old okay. do you think I am? Yeah. Um, they were watching yeah. silent movies. Yeah. <laughs> it was during the depression. Yeah. No, but it's just like, you can't, like, you can't try to like make your kid grow up in the early nineties yeah. when they're growing up in 2023. It's and true. so it's like, how do you... How do you make sure that they're not being like overexposed yeah. in a negative way? Yeah, because there's so much there's so much research now to show how negatively it impacts young people. Yeah. And I will say there is some stuff that's on TikTok where I'm like, if only I knew that when I was yeah. even 22. <laughs> yeah. Like if I could have learned how to cook a damn meal for myself yes. when I was 22, which I know I could have done now with TikTok. Yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> like the zucchini the dry zucchini that I was like trying to make myself like that was the only like rice and zucchini yeah it was like all I made myself but now I'm like yeah. if I had TikTok and I also would have known to like wash my face more often when I, I know would, you know so there's like some stuff that I'm like it's helpful for sure but most of the time I'm like no especially like a middle schooler needs to see this kind of stuff yeah well I think also I watched the first season of that, the D'Amelio show. Okay. And there was an episode where, cause like all the, all the kids who they're around are also like super yeah. big on TikTok and, right. and Instagram and whatnot. And they were saying, we just feel like we're constantly being watched because anybody could pull out a phone right. and record us at any point. So it's kind of like you have this like omniscient <laughs> self who's right. like, who's censoring yourself yeah and that to me is potentially the scariest because like I'll see these videos on TikTok that are like me in middle school dancing with my friend versus like the middle <laughs> schoolers yeah, now yeah. and I'm like oh I just like love that for you, for you. I remember that and I right. love that for you and your friend who can right. just like make up a dance and have no care right you know not be like is this gonna go viral or like is totally. anyone gonna see this Well, because you'd record it on like your like my friend's like computer yeah yeah and like, then you close the computer and it would just be on my friend's computer exactly. but it wasn't like we weren't like posting it yeah yeah to the world yeah i feel like there's got to be some benefit to being able to grow up and not feel like you're being watched yeah like that and also just i think that we also like have a better sense of like I don't want my kids to feel like they have to record every single thing that like happens yeah and like I always forget to like take my phone out and record mm -hmm. stuff which is not great because it's my job no so but it's that's like amazing. I'm really bad at it but like <laughs> I don't want my kids to feel like like I want them to like be able to like live in the moment yeah and there's just so everything's so easy now to just like record and take pictures and 
Well, I feel like if you're like that, that's amazing. I want to be like that. I feel like I've totally fallen down the hole of like, I need to record every my moment. My issue is that I wish that I did record. I, it's mainly for my job. Like, I'm like, yeah, you could have filmed. <laughs> you're probably. like, damn it. I probably could have filmed something there because yeah. that's what you're getting paid to do. Sometimes, But like, I just, I don't ever want to like fall too far into it. So then I pull back really far. But yeah. I'm like, there's got to be like an equal. Yeah, true. Balance here. True. But I do think your kids are going to be well set up. If you forget to take your phone places, I think you're... Oh my God, I don't forget well. to take my phone places. Oh, oh to take no, it out no, and no. record. <laughs> my phone comes everywhere. If I okay, could glue okay. it to my hand, I would. <laughs> okay. But I just forget to film. Yeah. And I feel like if I go to a concert, I'm not filming the whole thing. Right. And I feel like a lot of times... Like I went to go see Bruce Springsteen oh. with my family in December... No, it was this year. In April. Mm-hmm. And... The kid in front of me Snapchatted, I'm not even kidding, the entire concert. Like the whole time he was on Snapchat filming. No. And I was like, but I'm, he's he's right there. If you just put your phone down, you will literally see him no, I'm, in front of us. That is, I'm going to say, that is one of my pet peeves is videos of concerts. I think that's more what I mean. Just like that kind of thing where I'm like, you just pull out your phone and you yeah. film it. And it's like. But you could also just watch it. Yeah, no, you're 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 doing good. Videos <laughs> of concerts is wild. Videos of concert of like okay, I kind of get it when someone's filming because they're thinking like, oh, I, I want to remember this. But posting them online, yes. no one wants to see That's the, the video of the concert. I've filmed. I filmed a con. Like I've I've taken videos of certain parts of concerts yeah. before. One hundred percent. Yeah, it is definitely more the posting. Yes. It okay. One over it. One is fine. One is fine. <laughs> Please, no more. Like, one is fine. If I've now been to the concert with you after going through your Instagram story, yeah. now I'm angry. <laughs> no, because it never sounds as good. You can't even tell what's going on. No. But at least you'll get to remember it. I've never once looked at a concert video that I filmed, though. I know. There's so many. I've never once rewatched. There's so many types of videos and pictures that I take that I'm like, I won't look at this. No. But then there are ones that I will and I'll use my photos app as like a journal too because I really yeah. suck at journaling I, yeah I need to I need to be better same but I, I do love journaling like, but I'm very bad at it yeah I'll but be like what happened on Thursday that October is true. 15th I do and I actually love if we're talking about people's Instagram stories I actually mm-hmm. love when people do like the tell me a date and I'll show you a picture from that yes. date me too. I find that to be very fun to look at. Yeah. I always want to do it on my own Instagram. And then do I'm it. like, I get nervous. Yeah. You're like, nobody's going to care. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, that every time. But they will. Maybe They'll like I, it. Maybe I will. Yeah. But I love to see that kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. it's just, because you can be like, you can, now you can look back so I know far. No, I love that. I love, I will like... Me on a plane, the only thing I'll do is go on my photos app. And I, I can't like even a universal experience. Yeah. I just saw a TikTok about this. Really? Where like it was like three different people and just they were all their- looking at their like just looking at their photos. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's like blurry because it's on iCloud. Like right. Yeah. It, but yeah. I'm like, I, I know what's going on yeah. in that picture. And it's always, I'm just like staring at pictures of my dog. Exactly. I'll type in different things. I love the search function. I'll be like dog. Yeah. Uh, park. <laughs> it's so great. LA. I like have my whole camera roll memorized. Yeah. Because that's like all I do. Yeah. But I'm like, I can, uh, I can like go exactly to a place and find like the one screenshot yeah. that I know is in there because yes. I'm like, I've just been through this so many times yes. just flipping through. But I feel like not everybody is like that. Like, well, definitely my husband's not like that. I don't know if like men are as much like that. That's mm-hmm. a big generalization. Yeah. But I I have always been like that. Like my family photos I know every single photo because I'm very much the same way yeah I think I'm just really nostalgic yes me too which Penn says is like a sign of mental health (laughs) issues is it he I I think it probably yeah come on Penn you're just you're be generalizing. Just, just like we just be fun. like <laughs> to look. Yeah. No, Penn might be onto something. <laughs> he might be. He might be. Yeah. No, I think maybe it is like if you're like kind of like stuck in the past, but I don't feel stuck in the past. That's the thing. I'm not like yearning for those times. Yeah. I'm more just like curious. I think something about <laughs> this is going to sound so ridiculous, but like knowing that I that is me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like that's me little like that's the same person that I yeah. like something about that I'm like I just want to know what I was 
what it was like yes. because it, I'm that's actually just me. I just grew up. I know. And so I'm I just want to see. I'm curious. I know. I saw some pictures of myself when I was like 17 the yeah. other day cuz usually I'll look at like, you know, 1 to 6. Yeah. But I looked at pictures from when I was 17 and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so cool." Like mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. the sense I got was like I'm just chasing like 17-year-old Sophie in a way who's like artistic, like creative. Yeah. Just enjoying herself. Right. Well, because you still have that like a little bit of like, you're like a little bit naive to the world still. Yeah. But you feel like anything is possible. And I feel like as you get older, you kind of get jaded with certain things. And yeah. so you lose those certain things. But yeah. And you have no responsibilities. Right. Right. No. How nice. You just have to be creative. Yeah. And like, and, be like, hmm, which friend's house will I go to today? Totally. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. 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 I think I don't, I think like looking back and being nostalgic is not always yeah. a bad thing. I agree. I'm going to, I'm going to tell Ben. Yeah. Let him know <laughs> that it's not always a bad thing. Yeah. There's two very <laughs> sane people. <laughs> yeah. Self-proclaimed. Yep. Sane people. Yep. With no like extra hormones going on. <laughs> really really just yeah even keel people yeah. going oh my gosh. saying that it's fine today i watched a tiktok of this kid like maybe a five years old who had cancer with that soccer player neymar he and he was showing him like the dance he wanted him to do the next time he scored a goal and like it shows the kid showing neymar the dance and then it sh- cuts to a clip of him like scoring the goal and doing that dance oh my god. and I just oh my god wept oh yeah <laughs> wept. that's that's a recipe yeah for weeping right there I yeah. get that that's I'll, just how it is these days yeah and that's okay yeah I don't know when that's gonna change I've kind of always been like yeah that. me too yeah <laughs> it's just amplified now and it'll probably just yeah, keep I think so getting more and more I don't mind it I don't mind it either it's what makes us us yeah you know it's better that than the reverse that's for true. me. Yeah. No crying. I can't imagine a world in which I don't cry. <laughs> no. I Must couldn't. Be sad. Yeah. It's fun to cry sometimes. Yeah. It's nice. It's a nice release. Yeah. How are you and Cody like equally emotional? No. Okay. He is. I'm extra emotional. Mm-hmm. He is like not very emotional. Mm-hmm. He's, I think since we've been together, he's like learned more about his emotions and how to express them and how to feel them yeah. more frequently mm-hmm. so he's gotten more emotional yeah since we've started like our relationship I'm sure when you guys have your kid he's also gonna yeah now he's like now like there are things like we were like watching like a breastfeeding video and he was like oh my god like the noise like he was like I was sitting there like oh my god I'm kind of terrified and he was sitting there like mm. like he like looked at me and I was like is he fucking like crying like <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And then we like leave and he's like, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> You're like, pull it together. And I was like, was it? Like, I was <laughs> like, wait, what is happening? Like, I'm the one who should be thinking that. But I think he's definitely. That's sweet. Yeah. Like he cried far more at our wedding Aww. than I did. That's cute. I know. I was surprised. It was unexpected. I just, I was, ex- I was expecting us to be at least tied yeah. for crying. Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to go full on Aww. beat me out of the park. Yeah. But he did. He saves it for yeah. those moments. He's, he knows like the right moment to cry. <laughs> and I'm filling in all the other gaps. <laughs> I'm he's, crying at every single wrong moment. Yeah. yeah and he's, he's just doing the proper tears. He's sane and not not nostalgic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably be classified as like mentally stable. Yeah. <laughs> but to each their own. Yeah. What about your husband? Is he is he emotional? I think he sounds it sounds pretty similar. He no, like I said to him one time, I was like, it must be so nice to be married to someone who just like laughs at what you say. <laughs> like, like just laugh sometimes. No, he thinks he thinks the things I say are funny, but he won't like, you know, he's not so free okay. with he's his a emotions. More reserved. Yeah. A little he's not reserved like in his personality, right. but just with, with like laughter. And tears, like extreme emotions. Expressions. Yeah, yeah. If you will. <laughs> being human. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he has gotten way more emotional since I've been pregnant. Yeah. And he's like crying at random times. Yeah. He The other day, <laughs> we have someone bought us like a bunny. 
stuffed animal okay if for I a real the one. baby <laughs> no, i wish <laughs> and he was like let's bring it into the bed <laughs> I was like, oh, that's sweet. That was so cute. He's yeah. like, let's just imagine, yeah, like Aww. what it's gonna be like when the baby's here. That's really sweet. Things like that. Yeah, he's he's become really soft. Yeah, that's good. It's yeah. exciting to see like how they'll be as fathers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it has been such a pleasure talking Aww. to you. It's I could really talk nice. to you for so long. I do have one more thing. We do a little journal time here. Oh, I. Fun. I have questions that like kids answer and I let you pick one. Sorry, they're all kind of the same color. Mm, I'm going to go for gold. I had a feeling. Yep. When I, when I was doing this, I was like, this is so cute. Pipe cleaners. I know. You don't see them every day anymore. What's your favorite season and why? Cute. My favorite season is definitely summer. Really? Yeah, I've always been a huge summer girl. Okay. I love the beach. Okay. I love warm. I grew up in the Philippines, which is like a tropical yeah. place. Yeah. So anytime I can be just like in the minimal clothing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. How about you? I would say probably spring. Oh. I don't, I just have always loved spring. It's like, so much new like I just feel like it's like bright again and new yeah. and nice so I would go spring honestly you could say any season but if someone says winter I'm like you're psychotic but the only <laughs> thing is like Christmas I like Christmas sure, time sure it's the it's most like, wonderful time of the year there's a reason there's a song <laughs> I stand sure. by that no it's true but That's it's true. cold it's a little bit it's horrible but here it's not that bad it's true no LA I, I there is no season no <laughs> It's just Christmas time. It's Christmas time or like summer. Yeah. It's nice. It is. <laughs> yeah. Everyone should move here. Yeah. Including your family. Yeah. Shout out. Everybody move here. I'm waiting. Well, thank you, Sophie. Would you like to tell the circlers where they can find you, listen to you, whatever it is? Yeah. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok. My username is at scribbled by Sophie. And I host the podcast Pod Crush, So you can listen to me there. Amazing. Thanks for having me, Kelsey. Thank you for joining. Bye, guys. See you next time. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.